98.9 FM, KQCR, Parkersburg, and at RadioOnTheGo.com. The following is a production of Radio On The Go Sports. Find everything all right? Yeah. Herb, clean up on aisle four. Clean up on aisle five. Clean up in produce. Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. Price check on honeydew. Seven days a week. Whipped cream on aisle ten. KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show on 98.9 KQCR. I'm John Moenkel. Happy to have you along with us on this New Year's Eve morning. It'll be the final show, obviously, of 2022. And this week we are talking to area girls basketball coaches. So we will talk about how things went in the 2022 portion of the schedule. Look ahead to what's coming up in the new year and talk about what all the teams are working on here during this extended Christmas break. We'll take our first time out, and I'll be joined by Applington Parkersburg head coach Brady Driscoll next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You can't really have a get-together for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or that bull party if you don't have provisions from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. They have all the beverages you need, plus they have some great specials around the store. Like right now, Rotel Tomatoes, four cans for $5. Wimmer's Summer Sausage for $5.99. And Hillshire Farms Family Pack of Smokies. Oh, yeah, throw those in the crock pot with a little barbecue sauce. The Smokies, $6.99 a package for that. And if you show the Brothers Market mobile app at checkout, you get Get a case of water for just $2.99. So be ready for your holiday weekend get-together with groceries and goods from Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center. Back at the Brothers Market Coaches Show, and I'm now joined by Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll. His team's off to a 6-1 and start to the season. Let's go back to the last couple games uh, before the uh, Christmas break. Uh, go back to the Hudson game, your first and only loss of the season so far, 44-37. to 37. Uh, We talked a little bit after that game, but, uh, man, a, t- a, a tough night down there in Hudson. Uh, how, do you, how do you sum that one up, and I guess uh, what went wrong there in that first loss of the season? Yeah, you know, 37 points um, for us, not going to win many games with 37 points. And against a team like Hudson, you're really not going to win uh, many games with 37 points. They rebounded well. Um, they shot it better from the outside than what they normally um, do. The Brooklyn Love kid, she's a good player. We lost her a few times, and she made us pay for it um, with a couple, um, not only threes, but timely threes, I thought, um, where either we were coming back uh, from being down and lost her once or during their run when they had to come back from us, lost her a few times there. Um, but, yeah, other than, other than her, I mean, she, I think she had 21 of their 44, so uh, – you know, just losing track of a really good player. Um, it come back to bite us in the butt um, in the end and and giving up some offensive rebounds that game, too. I think we gave it too many. I'm not sure how many second-chance points they got off of them, um, but it certainly didn't help. 
and then you were able to bounce back against South Harden a 51 to 40 win there. Uh, first game we didn't have on the radio in a long time, so I didn't get to see that in person. But uh, it looks like you came back for the victory. Oh, what's the story with this one? Yeah, you know, that game we got down uh, right away. We, you know, after the Hudson game, we tried focusing on getting off to a better start. So I think against Hudson, we got down 5-0 right away. Um, so we wanted to come out strong and get a hot start going into the game. And then we came out and got down uh, 9-0 right away. So whatever pregame talk or um, message there was, didn't work, so I got to scrap it. Uh, and but they they battled back after getting down nine zero. You know, um, and only scored four points in the first quarter, I think. Uh, and then throughout the game, just kind of chipped away, chipped away, took the lead, and then and never looked back from there. Um, I think ended up winning by eleven. Uh, but they're a tough, physical, uh, scrappy team. Um, I don't think either team shot it real well percentage wise. Uh, but us getting at the free throw line, I think we were twenty five or thirty five from free throw. So. You know, usually we don't get to the line 25 times alone in a game, let alone uh, 25 makes in a game. That certainly helps. Um, and we needed it in a game where we didn't shoot it the best. Uh, 25 of our 51 points right there from the line. So um, we did do a better job of getting to the basket. You know, they they played a lot of man. I think the whole game they played man. So can't just shoot outside and hope threes are falling, pass, pass, shoot. You got to drive, um, get in the lane, post-ups, all that good stuff. And it got us to the line. It paid off for being aggressive. Yeah, and in that game, uh, looks like Ellen Waller really was able to step up. Uh, she got to the free throw line. Let's see, yeah. it looks like eleven times like in that one. How important? Yeah. yeah, how important was it to have uh, the that big senior leader like that be able to kind of help take control in a game like that? After you know, she really. I mean, this was the first game in a while she has led the team in in scoring. You know. Yeah, yeah, you know, coming from that Hudson game too, where she didn't shoot it all that well, um, or as well of what she would have liked, um. You know, get, finding different ways to get points when your threes aren't falling. Uh, you know, getting to the line, which this was I, I could be wrong too, but I don't remember her ever in my other couple of years coaching here. Her getting to the line um, that many times for eleven shots um, and making nine. I mean, that's you know, ideally she would be the first to say that she'd like to be eleven for eleven from the line. But nine of eleven—that's easy way to get your points, and she's such a good free throw shooter too. That that's easy way to get points. Um, when she's looking to drive and people will close out on her pretty hard. And she's realizing that too. She realized that coming into the year that they're going to close out on her pretty hard. So she got to be able to pump fake and get to the lane and then jump stop and go up strong and not just flailing, looking for a foul, but really going up strong and, and making sure that she gets a call and gets to the line. So in those last two games before break, uh, just taking a look at some of the numbers here. It looks like you only were shooting around 23, 24, 25% yeah. in those two games. I mean, uh, so maybe a little bit of a, a slump going into the break. What What's kind of the – how do, yeah. how do you uh, get a team out of a slump like that, you know? Well, that's the thing is the past three games, before the South Harden game, I, I knew we weren't shooting all that well. So I looked at our percentage. I think we were only at like 26% the past three games going into South Harden. And I knew South Harden would play man, so, you know – it's not a great way to just pass, pass, shoot, and try and get your percentage up. So we had to attack and create. And then that game was probably our worst shooting percentage. And we were down under probably 25%, which is just, uh, it's, you know, terrible for, for any sort of game against anybody. You know, 25% is not, not going to win you many games. So the past four games have really been, you know, 25%. Uh, so, you know, we've just been doing a lot of shooting in practice or making sure that on our sets we're executing fully and going through the entire set, not just giving up after the first option's not there and then just trying to improvise and play, um, which we got to get better at that too. But, you know, finishing out sets and, and making sure that we execute and getting open shots, you know, we're taking you know, pretty good shots. We're just 
not falling. So that comes back to in practice, just getting a lot of reps, a lot of shots, um, which is really good for this break. You know, we, first of all, it's probably good to get away from from basketball for, you know, a couple of days for the kids and then coming back fresh. Um, we've had a lot of good practices here in a row, um, shooting it pretty well. So it'll it'll it's only a matter of time before it translates over to the game. You know, earlier in the year, too, we were shooting really, really good where you knew there'd be some regression, but not not as much as what there had been. But, you know, that old line and Hampton Dumont game and, and the Columbus game we and Grundy too. Grundy was probably the biggest game where we shot really well. So there was some regression. Um, you know, we just got to find that balance and hopefully um, make a little run here after break. You bet. So uh, during this this uh, extended break here, I got a lot of time to work on some things. What are going to be some of those biggest areas that, uh, from your perspective, you really need to you know uh, shore up and make sure you know we're crisp in this area before we resume play? Yeah, you know we've been working on the couple of past teams before South Harden played us in two three, um, and that was when our big shooting slump really hit. Uh, you know those three games. So working on some zone offense stuff, making sure that we're. Um, executing and doing the things that we need to do to get open shots and then knocking down the open shots when we do get them. Um, and then South Harden played man, and, and there's some better things that we can do when we face a team that's going to play man when we, um, you know, whether we're four out, maybe even five out, or running through any sets. You know, we're just trying to make sure that we're all on the same page and, and screening bodies and who we're supposed to be screening, um, finishing at the rim and not trying to finesse too much. You know, going strong, getting to the line, you know, 25 free throws helped out a ton save this against South Harden, really. So if we can get, you know, even half of those makes at the line in any given game, that gives us a, an additional, you know, 12 to 15 points where we, we could we could use them, um, especially going down the stretch here where we got, you know, very good Dyke team next week and Van Meter's got athletes. And so we're going to start seeing some new teams, some good teams. Um, where we got to find ways to score and then just working on, you know, the press and a little bit of press break and uh, really getting a lot of shots is is a big part of it, too. You know, going through that slump that we already talked about, too. The only way to get out of that is to get shots up in the gym. So, you know, it's been going good, good couple uh, practices the past few days. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, finding uh, other ways to score. Um, looks like, uh, maybe, I don't know, one of the areas where you could improve there is maybe getting Kennedy Lynn more involved in the offense. Obviously he's a great yeah. defender, but, uh, what are yeah. your thoughts on what you might be able, be able to, you know, uh, contribute offensively if she's able to get some things going here? Yeah. A lot of hers are coming from putbacks and then she runs the court really well. Um, in practice, we've seen that the past few days too, where we, you know, we're trying to push it up the court more, um, faster. Um, and we push it up to a wing, to a guard on the sideline, you know, she's doing a great job of running right to the rim, right to the block. Um, and feeding her that way, you know, she's a different player than what like Ellie Eaching would have been where Ellie was really good back to the basket um, and going post moves, very good footwork there from her. Whereas Kennedy, you know, better defensively starting breaks for us with block shots, rebounds, getting it out and then running. She's doing a great job of that. So, you know, just finding her and then it starts with the guards really of looking up ahead to throw it ahead. And then when she gets to the rim, you know, throwing it in there and then she can finish without even, you know, breaking stride is is ideal for her. After this short break, I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll on the Brothers Market Coaches. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. 
who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, they're appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get Best, KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg. The day has finally arrived. Greenbelt Bank & Trust is open for business at our newest location in Parkersburg. We will be open in our mobile banking unit with lobby hours Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and drive-up hours Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our mobile banking unit features in-person service, a drive-up, and a night deposit for all your banking needs. We now offer you the opportunity to stop in and introduce yourself to our professional, knowledgeable staff. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces ready to serve you. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. A new location and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Greenbelt Bank & Trust leading the way in Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Time now to resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Well, talking big picture here, uh, you go into the break at six and one overall. It's a uh, you know a lot of new faces on this team coming into the year. You guys have played your way you know into the Class Two A rankings. Um, wh what are your you know overall thoughts on where this team is sitting at? You know, obviously you can't get too much better than uh, six and one going into the break. Uh, you could be seven and zero, I guess, but you know either way, you know, you're pretty good start to the season here. Yeah, you know, not bad. Um, you know, still trying different pieces. Um, people step up all the time and in practices, some people go, you know, they'll take over for a stretch here when we do our live segments. Um, today, I'll give an example, you know, Bella Boozman today, when we, we split off into some teams and she had, I think, six in a row uh, you know, layups or um long jumpers, and then she came back the next session and, and hit another long jumper too. So um Eva Walker doing the same thing. You know, sometimes we try to work our press and then she's just zigzagging her way through. And it's like, okay, this isn't, this is good, but not good that we can't control one person, but it's good because that person's still on our team, you know? So um, just different people having different moments. Bait and closer has been coming along really well. Um, Lexi Oswego has been doing really good things in practice. She had probably her breast practice today, I think. Um, so, you know, just new pieces, seeing who's going to step up each game. Um, you know, we should have our sure hands of, you know, Ellen should get her points. Kendall has been really big for us this year. She should get her points. Um, Addie's been strong defensively rebounding and shooting it, you know, here and there pretty good. Um, so, you know, we're just, you know, plugging away. Um, we'll see some new teams here coming up. Um, if we can get out of this shooting slump, I I really like our chances of where we'll be at. You know, that Grundy game I thought was probably the best all-around game that we played offensively, defensively, um, shooting-wise. We I think we made eight, eight or nine threes that game too so um prior best game we just got to get back to finding what went well that game and and um trying to shoot like we did that game too you know we can't rely on shooting every game but we can hopefully rely on better than 25 percent you bet let's talk about the first week of games out of break three games here to, to start things off so uh a quick start uh right out of the gate here uh, you host Union on January 3rd. I guess before we talk about them specifically, I guess what's it like coaching against your dad? I know you've done it quite a few times uh, at this point, but, I mean, what's what's that like with your dad being, you know, the other head coach? Yeah, you know, I'm 
we got a Christmas today. I'm currently sitting in his basement right now in my old bedroom. <laughs> so he's upstairs. Uh, um, but yeah, get getting the opportunity to coach against him. Um, you know, it means a lot. It's, yeah, I thought I'd like it a lot, but you know, when he's, you know, they've had a younger team and, and, um, not many numbers and we've had some good teams in the past couple of, so, you know, we put it on him a few times, um, the past four times that we've played and now his kids are older and, and getting better. Um, they'll be, they'll be a scrappy bunch and they got some players that can play. And so we'll have to be ready to go against them. I know they'll be well coached, but a lot of the stuff that, <laughs> that we run right now, I, I got a, a, a fair amount from him and, and knowing just his offense from years and years and years of watching it. Um, it's a unique experience for sure. And I don't know how much longer I get to do it. So I'll definitely uh, live in the moment there. You bet. And then a uh, big game with Dyke New Hartford on January 6th, uh, Friday night road trip over there to their brand new place. Uh, man, they sure are a juggernaut, aren't they? What's, yeah. what's the outlook for Dyke New Hartford here coming up on uh, the first Friday night out of the, out of the break? Yeah. You know, they same old died. I mean, they got, some kids back and then um, they didn't lose much off that team from, from last year, from a, another state title team. Um, you know, Peterson is athletic as a person that we'll see. They're as athletic as a team as we'll see all year, I think too. And probably the longest and biggest team that we'll see all year too. doesn't mean that they all play inside, but you know, between knock Bigsby and, and Peterson and then other Peterson plays like she's, you know, six, three, even though she's, you know, I don't know how tall anyone how tall she is because she doesn't play like how tall she is. She rebounds it well. She's been actually our kind of our Achilles heel the past couple of times that we've tried to take away. Sister um, did a pretty good job on her. Tried to take away Knock did did an alright job on her. And then it was Landfair and Peterson that beat us last year at home, um, or they stepped up for their team and and uh, made shots when they needed shots. So it's you know you got to try and pick your poison with them, and um, you know they there's a very good team and physical strong. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good game. You know, we got, we got a lot of people, um, and we'll game plan for, we've already kind of a little bit started a game plan for them here and there. Um, I got to keep watching some film on them and see what other teams have tried. Obviously <laughs> not much is working against them, but not much does work against them. So, you know, we just got to be ready to roll and, and it'll be a, it'll be a good game. And then a Saturday game with Van Meter, which, as far as I can tell, is going to be the first ever meeting between the two programs. Um, what do you know about you know much about Van Meter? Them coming to town here on uh, January seventh? You know, not too much. I I have some of their stuff in uh, in my um, library on Huddle that I got to check out yet. Um, more so worried about Dyke before them. It's tough to get them and Dyke, you know, on a back-to-back -back night. But you think Van Meter anyway? You think athletes? You think that they they got an athletic bunch, no matter. Uh, um, whether they're not their basketball players, some you can mold a, an athlete into a basketball player, and and they'll be um, probably physical, probably a lot of man defense. I I don't even know they're. I don't think they're having a great year record wise. I don't know who they've all played yet though either. So I'm just preparing for them as being a very athletic crew and getting up and down the court. I don't think they'll be a slow tempo team. I think they'll get up and down. So um, you know, once next week rolls around and probably be a late night Friday night trying to make sure I got all the prep on them that, that we need. All right. Just about out of time, but anything else you want to share about your program here before we wrap up here today? No, it's been good. You know, we got these past few practices have been prior, prior most competitive practices when we split the crew up and, and they go at each other and you know, there's a scoreboard, we keep score during it. So they, they get after it and there's not many whistles being blown um, for fouls. So it's been a, a tough physical scrappy um last few practices really proud of the group 
for the way that they've handled coming back from break. Um, you know, you, you get this much time off. You don't know how sometimes they'll come back if they're sluggish or whatnot, but they've been really energetic, really uh, ready to roll. I think they, they know what's ahead of them next week and beyond that too, and where we can get to and where we can go. So, you know, just getting back on the same page and um, yeah, looking forward to, to getting uh, some games back under our belts from frost level JV and all the way to varsity, you know, anytime we put something on the court, I, I like our chances and and the kids play really hard. And I, I think it'd be a, a fun team to watch. All right. That's AP girls basketball coach, Brady Driscoll. Appreciate the time and the best of luck here in the new year. Hey, you bet. Thank you. More is coming up next on the brothers market coaches. Your home for local high school sports is 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in for coverage of the Applington Parkersburg Falcons, the AGWSR Cougars, and the Grundy Center Spartans. We are Radio On The Go. Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, and joining me now is Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl. His team is off to a 9-0 start to the season, 3-0 in the NICL Central. Coach, uh, first of all, thanks for the time. Let's uh, let's kind of put a bow on that uh, Grundy game back on December 20th. Obviously a big win for your team, but a special night for many reasons. You got the 500th win. You know, Peyton Peterson gets her 1,000th point, uh, and even another milestone with uh, Ellie Knock with that 100th career block. You know, just uh, a great night for the Wolverines all around uh, can you go back to that night and kind of summarize uh, how things uh, were going that night for your team yeah it was a huge accomplishment for Peyton to get her 1,000 point so early in her her career you know being a junior halfway through the season and then Ellery um, with 100 blocks you know if Peyton Peterson hadn't come along Ellery Knock would have been in the middle of that 2-3 zone and she would have gotten many more blocks um, she's just so good uh, at positioning her body getting the blocks and I really don't want, you know, the, the focus to be off of them. I mean, what what they had, had accomplished. And I feel kind of bad that, you know, Peyton got her 1,000th that night. And Ellery got her 100th block. And, and then, then with me getting my 500, I I, just, I really didn't want the, the focus. I wanted to focus more on them and everything. So, um, but, you know, as far as the 500 goes, I'm just so appreciative of, of everyone that has uh, contributed, helped me in my career, um, young, middle, uh, at the end here uh, of my career and just uh, very blessed to have the people around me and the girls that I've had and the parents and the communities. You bet. Well, uh, so talking about uh, how some of the, how some of the things have gone for your team here. Um, looking at some numbers here, uh, Camille Landfair has put together several nice games uh, in a row now and because of that you're now a tenth of a point away uh, from all five starters averaging in double figures because Camille's at 9.9 right now. Um, what, what does that say about <laughs> your team that you're, that you're so close to having that, you know, all five players in? I guess we can round up too. You know, we could just probably could just say, you know, all, all five of your starters are averaging in double figures on the scoreboard right now. Yeah, and a couple of games ago they were, but so far along in the season and having all five just about be there, um, you know, says, says a lot about the team and, and how, you know, how hard it is for other teams, um, to, to guard those girls. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't believe I've, you know, probably had this. I've had teams that have been obviously very well balanced, but not, I don't think all double figures like that. And so, you know, it just, it just makes them such a, a dangerous threat. And, and, and also to get that, they got to distribute the ball around. Um, you know, if, if, uh, one decides to, that they want to get all the points, then, Obviously, that's going to take lots of points from everybody. So, you know, when people are open, they throw, and, and uh, you know, we, we encourage people to take open shots. So they, they do a good job of assists and, and knocking shots down. So 
Um, it's just very, very unique. And, um, you know, Camille had what's five for five, uh, three point range. And, you know, that's 15 points. Um, I don't know if she's had any higher games than that, but then, then the other four have scored in the twenties, um, at one point or another. Um, you know, like Marn had some, like 20 something at Columbus and Peyton's reached 20. And I think Ellery's reached that. And, and, uh, so it's Jaden. Jaden's just, you know, what, what, what she's been doing here lately, um, just making something out of nothing has just been amazing. And another uh, kind of unique aspect of this team is here you are nine games in and you're still shooting over 50% uh, as a team on the season. You've had more games where you've shot over 50% than under 50%. That's that's pretty crazy too, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's high percentage shots. It's getting, getting layups. It's, it's getting uh, offensive rebounds. Um, which we're really good at. And then it's just getting the first initial shot. And we're hitting, we're hitting outside shots too. Um, you know, you had, uh, uh, you know, with what, uh, Camille has done with the three point shooting and what Ellery and Marner are able to do with their three point shooting. Um, you know, if, if they're hitting shots um, from the outside and we're all hitting from the inside, it's going to make it a pretty, pretty, uh, high percentage thing. All right, so here we are uh, in the middle of a Christmas break. Um, as of the as of the time of this interview, still over a week before the first game out of break with uh, Applington Parkersburg. So on that note, uh, can you talk about uh, some of the key er- uh, ob- objectives for your team over this break? What you guys are you know really trying to hammer down in practice here during this uh, you know couple weeks stretch without games? Yeah, you know it's kind of funny. We're we have been and always will be in a situation where. Um, you know, our volleyball team has does such a great job um, getting down to state and, and, you know, winning championships. And um, that first week, you know, we encourage the kids to take time off. And so they, they do. And uh, so it's very, very hard to put things in, you know, when they're not there. And so usually winter break is for us to uh, put in detail and add things. And so, you know, I'm totally fine. It's a great problem to have. So that's what makes summer and Christmas break kind of huge for our program. Um, and so we've been uh, putting in different things and adding different things to our, you know, sets of uh, plays and out of bounds and uh, presses and press breakers and all that stuff. The stuff you get to get to work on, you have a whole two hours to yourself. You don't have, you know, people waiting to get in. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, it feels really good to, to be able to add stuff and then not only that, but just pay attention to detail and not feel like you're rushed. Because when you get into the season, you're, you're, you're not preparing for teams. And obviously our eyes are on AP, but, um, you know, we have, uh, you know, since we started, we have a whole week and a half to, to get ready for AP. So we're able to add things and, um, with them, you know, obviously in our, in our, in our sites um, with a, that game coming up a week on Friday. Well, Coach, your team is doing a lot of things uh, really well right now, but uh, one of the glaring things on the stat sheet is the uh, free throw numbers. You're only at 50.8%. I have to imagine that's going to be uh, something that, you know, every team wants to be better at the free throw line, but I guess for, for your team, what is that going to be? Just like, is you just, you know, reps the free throw line, you know, could just keep practicing? What, what, what kind of is that in order to, you know, get that number turned around? You know, it's 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 uh, funny that you asked that question because it's something that uh, over break while we had that dead week off, it's something that I really, really, really thought about 
And, um, you know, it's, it's been kind of going on for, for two and a half years, the, the, the free throw percentage and everything. And, you know, it, it, it's worked out great for us as far as, you know, what we've been able to accomplish, but we, we can do better. And, and I think the girls realize it. And, and so what, what I, what I've decided to do is, um, our seniors, um, are going to lead that they're, they're getting time and practice to lead our efforts in the free throw shooting department. I want them to take ownership of it and I want a fresh approach to how we're doing things. So, you know, what better kids to ask than the ones that have been through the program and kind of understand, you know, maybe why, you know, when they step to the free throw line that, you know, it's been an area that we need to work on. So um, I've put some ownership on them and, and, and we'll see what happens. And, you know, uh, we get better. Great. If we, if we don't, we just keep working on it. So, and like I said, it's, it's something I think that they're, they're embracing. And I think the team, they want to get better, but you know, we're going to continue to do things the way we do. And if uh, it doesn't, uh, you know, pan out for some reason, um, you know, there's, there's nobody to blame. They're trying, we're all trying and uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep working on it. That's the fun thing about uh, sports and athletics and you always have adversity and you just got to fight through it and try to better yourself. And uh, you know, everything can't come easy. My conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl will resume next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. Time now to resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. We've spent a good portion of the season talking about the, the impact of your starters, and we knew that uh, coming into the year, um, we talked in the preseason that depth would be you know, a big question mark for your team. Uh, but let's talk about uh, some of those uh, who some of those players are that have really kind of uh, made an impact off the bench. I know Maddie Buskell, she's come in in uh, all nine games so far, you know, got some decent minutes there. Um, and then no other uh, players as far as uh, on the statute anyway that have appeared in all nine games. Uh, can you just talk about uh, some of your key uh, bench players, uh, you know, now that we've kind of talked about all the all the starters here kind of at length? Yeah, Maddie Buskell has played in every, every game, and, um, she's someone that uh, she really, I think, fits well out there um, with her athletic ability. Um, you know, we want her to be in there and uh, make things happen, not turn the ball over, rebound, steals, all that stuff. We, as we mentioned, we have scores. And, you know, and she can knock down shots. And you see that she has a couple threes on, on the season when she's left open. So, um, she's, she's somebody we're very, very confident in. Um, and then you talked about nobody else has been in all, all nine games, but Miranda Tyler was on her way to being in all nine games, but she sprained her ankle, um, over a weekend just after center point game. So she's been out for a couple of games. So we look forward to having her back. And she's someone that, uh, does a nice job of scoring and rebounding and that. So she will be back. And then, um, kind of, uh, Macy Graves has been kind of stepping into that role right now. So you've, you've seen Macy out on the floor, uh, doing her thing. And she's, she's very, very athletic. She, uh, you know, is, is very strong around the basket. So, um, we have a lot of good options. 
and we're still developing players and, and, and looking at them at the JV level. And, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about players. And, and so I, I, I feel like we, we have a lot of good op- options. And, uh, but, you know, uh, and, and the older kids are, are very, you know, um, helpful in that area, you know, helping them out and, and trying to get them better and everything. So um, I, you know, and, and we have, we've had uh, Jaden got two fouls in one quarter, the first quarter, and I, and Peyton against Granny Center got in foul trouble the first quarter, and our our, our bench players had to come in and, and tie things together, and uh, you know we'll be just fine because you know when, if Peyton sits, then we then we still have four scores. You know, I mean it's nice to have five scores, but we still have four scores with the ability of Maddie Busco and Macy Graves and Miranda Tyler to still be able to score, and I have full confidence in the fact that they can do that. All right. Well, again, we're here at the Christmas break, so not a whole lot of uh, games really to uh, uh, to talk about. But uh, big picture here with the season, um, a big storyline coming into the year was the addition of the shot clock. What's your take on uh, having the shot clock in place so far? I know there's uh, you know not a lot of violations, but um, what, what's what what are kind of your thoughts on having the shot clock now? Now that you've seen it, you know, in nine games. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a great thing. It's a great thing for a game. It just drives me crazy to hear people say, "Oh, it's a big waste of money." It, nobody's it hasn't nobody comes in violation of it well the reason that people have not come in violation of it is because nobody's practicing to stall or to hold the ball longer you know what i'm saying and so that's what the shot clock is but it's deterred people from holding on to the ball and uh you know dragging out longer possessions so it has sped up the game it has made people take quicker shots you know people can hold on to it for 35 seconds you know great but you're going to get you know an opportunity to get it back, and so I think it's just changed the approach of how the game is played, um, and that's just my opinion. You know, um, everybody everybody has their thoughts on it and um, and that, but to me, it, it has not been a waste of money. It's been a good thing, um, and so you know, it, it, for us, it's, it's it's not an issue. You know, we'll we'll get shots up very very fast. Um, I'm not a stall guy at all. Um, I, I believe that just, you know, uh, ruins your momentum, hurts your momentum. And now, if you have a decent lead and you're, you know, and you're under two minutes, then, then that's when we kind of really look to maybe grind out some possessions. But other than that, you know, we, we gotta let, we're going to let our kids play. And, and uh, to me, the shot clock's been a good thing. Um, I, I have not seen it um, really be a factor, even um, with any of the teams that we've played so far. But once again, it falls in how teams are practicing. They're practicing knowing that they have a 35 second shot clock as opposed to not practice or practicing, you know, without one. So um, for me, it's been a good thing. And that's just my opinion, but I'm sure other people have opinions about it, but um, you know, um, it's just like, you know, the college game, you know, has it and it's something that, you know, it's going to benefit kids um, that are playing on uh, at the next level as well. So the first game out of the break on Friday, January 6th, you will host uh, Applington Parkersburg. Um, and as of now, that's they, they are ranked as well. So uh, obviously they're a big game coming out of the break. What's the outlook for them with that uh, big rivalry here coming up on uh, January 6th? Yeah, you know, I, th- I think the, the, the big thing is that we don't play that Tuesday. And so, you know, we're not going to have a game under our belt. We are later on going to uh, scrimmage at Waukee. And we are uh, scrimmaging in Waukee, um, Des Moines North, and Prairie. 
And so um, we're and we're going to go to Des Moines, down to Des Moines. And so that's going to be a great scrimmage for us to get uh, conditioned, play against good competition, and to get us ready for that game. Um, obviously, AP's having a great season. Uh, you know, I think AP will always have a great season. They they, they have the athletes. Um, they're going to be well coached. They're, you know, and they're just you know they're just have what it takes there to to, to win every year. So um, it, it's definitely going to be a, a challenge, and uh, you know we're we're looking forward to the challenge. But you know we got to be ready to go and ready to play and, and have a good week of practice. Just about out of time here, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up here today? Oh, like you said, it's just been getting back and, and uh, you know, start going over things that, that we haven't been able to touch upon. And uh, I, I think the girls uh, have been working hard. Um, you know, I, I think we're, you know, we're hitting the weights and we're, we're, we're doing all the stuff that we need to, to be successful, addressing things that um, maybe could appear to be weaknesses that we're trying to turn into strengths. And, um, you know, adding things also that, um, you know, maybe what we do, the teams are going to start to counter. And so we're going to look for things to counter back. So it's just uh, one of those things. And, and, and just have such smart girls in the program. And all 30, you know, 32 of our girls, um, I appreciate their dedication and loyalty to the program along with the parents and knowing what everybody has to do to make it, everything work out. All right, that's DNH Girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl. Appreciate the time, Coach, and we'll catch you here in the new year. Yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate it. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market, Coach. You can't really have a get-together for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or that bull party if you don't have provisions from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. They have all the beverages you need, plus they have some great specials around the store, like right now, Rotel Tomatoes, four cans for $5, Wimmer's Summer Sausage for $5.99, and Hillshire Farms Family Pack of Smokies. Oh, yeah, throw those in the crock pot with a little barbecue sauce. The Smokies, $6.99 a package for that. And if you show the Brothers Market mobile app at checkout, you get a case of water for just $2.99. So be ready for your holiday weekend get-together with groceries and goods from Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center. Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, joining me now is AGWSR Girls basketball coach Mike Finger. His team is uh, still undefeated here at the uh, Christmas break. Uh, Coach, uh, let's go back and talk about some of the last couple games before break. Uh, We were at the Wapsie Valley game, had that one on the air, and then it was a trip to Grundy Center, a 52-48 victory for your team there. Uh, Looks like kind of a back-and-forth game. Uh, Can you tell me the story about that one and how your team was able to uh, come out on top down in Grundy Center? Yeah. Boy, it seems like a long time ago at this point (laughs) with a a little bit of time off. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah. The game was um, was uh, tight early on, and then we had built up a little bit of a lead at halftime. If I recall, I think we went into halftime with uh, maybe about a ten point lead, and um, you know, after kind of a slow start, felt like we'd kind of settled in and 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 played well, particularly in the last part of the first quarter and through the second quarter, and then unfortunately came out in the third quarter and just in a matter of minutes, gave that lead back up, and Grundy Center even got up on us a couple of points. So um, so that was the disappointing part of the game. But then we gradually kind of built the lead back up. Um, I think I want to say it was around eight points or so in the third and fourth quarters, only to, again, kind of late in the game. Um, we didn't take very good care of the basketball late in the game, and 
and they whittled it down. I think it had it all the way down to like two points with, with not very much time left, but, but in the very closing minute, I guess we were able to hit a few free throws and, and secure the basketball well enough to get the win. And then to uh, finish off the 2022 uh, calendar year, it was a trip to Denver on Tuesday the 20th. 57-47, you come out on top there, and it ends up going into overtime. So that was kind of one of those that you had to grind out. Uh, what's the story with this Denver game? Yeah, I mean, there's some similarities there uh, in you know in our game with Denver with some of our other games where we didn't really necessarily come out with the intensity that we needed. And, uh, and Denver kind of kind of hopped on us and, um, you know, took a, took a quick timeout, um, just a couple minutes into the game and, and just, you know, kind of straightforwardly said to the girls, Hey, look, if, if we continue at this rate, it's, it's not going to be a, a good outcome for us. And, you know, fully to their credit, they responded and, and, um, you know, we got ourselves back into the basketball game. So at halftime, I, I feel like it was a two point game if I remember right. Um, in the third quarter, they're, uh, they have a real talented um, um, scorer who can shoot the three. She can drive. She can post up. Um, created some matchup challenges for us. But uh, she kind of got free a little bit in the third quarter, and they were able to uh, build up a lead between the third and early parts of the fourth quarter. And at one point, it, it looked like, you know, we might be taking our first loss. Um, but with about five or six minutes left, we started pressing and man, despite having played, a lot of our girls played a lot of minutes in that game, and uh, they still had enough in them to really put a lot of pressure on them, and uh, we created some turnovers, got ourselves back in the basketball game, and um, were obviously able to tie it up before it was all over, and then in overtime, really, uh, really did a great job in overtime. Their best player fouled out, and so I think we ended up scoring like 10 against their one in overtime and and yeah it turned what at one point looked like it was going to be our first loss um turned turned it back into another win so that was denver's a nice basketball team and i thought that was a really that was a really solid win for for our team and that overtime period, uh, it ends up being, uh, yeah, you guys outscore them eleven to one. I mean, that you'd said the best player had fouled out, but I mean, that still is is uh, pretty remarkable to hold a team to just one point in an overtime. What what does that say about your team that they were t- able to come out like that and really slam the door there in overtime? Yeah, I mean, I was really proud of them, um, even even into the late stages of the fourth quarter. Like I said, it. I mean, it looked pretty grim there, um, deep into the fourth quarter and the effort that they put forth and the execution that we had in terms of the press and then turning those, um, turnovers into buckets. I was just really proud of the girls for, you know, for sure they never quit, uh, never gave up. Um, and then, yeah, in, in the overtime, I was a little worried that, um, we might be gassed. I, I think both Bryn and Trevin, and uh, and Nakia, I think they. I don't think they came out the entire game, um, and so yeah, I was just real proud. We we really didn't uh, let up in the overtime, and uh, and yeah, with their best player out, that gave us a little bit of a of a leg up on them, and uh, we could apply some pretty good pressure defensively, and and that's what our girls did, and um, and we were able to score a little bit too. So yeah, I was real 
real proud of the girls. That was a heck of an effort. Come from behind effort, you know, kind of never give up and keep working hard and, and good things happen. When we last talked on the coaches' show, um, we had talked about the fact that at that time you were the uh, second leading uh, rebounding team in the NICL West, and you were kind of disappointed that you weren't the first. Uh, now here we are a couple weeks later. Um, you're actually, believe it or not, tied with South Harden for the most total rebounds and rebounds per game in the NICL West, and I saw that you had 49 rebounds against Denver, so that's a really high number there. Uh, can you talk about uh, that uh, aspect of the game and uh, – I guess some of the improvement you've seen in the in the rebounding department here. Yeah, we um, we have been working on that, um, and so definitely have that same perspective. We want to be the the top rebounding team um, in the conference. Uh, we want to you know we want to win the battle of the boards, as they say, um, every night, no matter who we're playing. And you know, each night we have goals in terms of how many offensive rebounds we want to get and how many we're not going to let our opponents have. And so um, we, I probably didn't do a good enough job of having that consistent focus on rebounding in our practices. And so about two to three weeks ago, I went back and made sure that um, pretty much on an every practice basis, um, we're doing a rebounding drill and we're keeping the focus high on it. And so I, I think we've, uh, we've started to get, get back on track in terms of doing a better job of um, keeping our opponents from getting offensive rebounds and we're doing a better job of pursuing those offensive rebounds ourselves and so yeah we're, we're starting to improve that stat. I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. College is about more than classrooms and homework. It's about the journey, and no two journeys are alike. At Ellsworth in Iowa Falls, they want you to create your experience. That can include living in a dorm room, playing a sport, joining one of many clubs and student organizations, tutoring other students, becoming a student ambassador, and more. If you have an interest, they will help you explore it. ECC makes it easy to create an experience unique to you. Call today to learn more at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com. I know I need life insurance, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Does this sound familiar? Has life insurance fallen down to the bottom of your to-do list? This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. Regardless of what might be on our busy schedules, life can change in an instant. Having life insurance can protect your family from the what-ifs and add some peace of mind to your agenda. Contact me, Barry Hoffmeister, your Farm Bureau agent in Ackley, to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Forgy Electric of Ackley hopes you're amped up for a great Christmas. While your holiday might be high voltage, John and the team hope you are insulated to be safe and warm through December. When you need wiring repair inside or out this winter, buzz Forgy Electric. 641-847-8022. Remember, they sell and service all portable and stationary Generac generators to keep the lights on at your home, farm, or business. Thanks for your business and season's greetings from Forgy Electric. Ackley Medical Center is healthcare you can count on and also place to support sports coverage you can count on, including the Coach's Corner here on KQCR. Tune in to the AGWSR portion of the Coach's Corner every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dr. David Van Gorp, ANRP Tiffany Gramblin, and PAC Brianne Newberger, and the rest of the team cheer for Cougar basketball and wrestling this winter. With over five decades of professional service to Ackley area families, remember Ackley Medical Center for your healthcare needs. From infant to adult, they are there for you. Call 6 6- 
641-847-2625. Ackley Medical Center, a department of Hanson Family Hospital. It's now time to resume my conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. As the season has gone on here, we've talked about uh, a few different players on the team. Um, let's let's talk about uh, one of your better defenders here, Trevin Smith. She leads your team in steals, has the second most rebounds. Um, you know, in my interviews here with her here, you know, throughout uh, basketball when we talked to Wapsie and throughout volleyball season, just seems like a really uh, intelligent player too, especially for being a sophomore. Can you talk about uh, what she's brought to the table here so far this season? Yeah, I, I sure could. I, you know, maybe one of the best things I could share with you about Trevin would be uh, after the Wapsie Valley game, um, uh, excuse me, not Wapsie, the, the Denver game, uh, we were in the locker room afterwards as a team and just having our post-game meeting. And uh, I just made this comment to Trevin and, and to the team. I said, man, Trevin, I could watch you play defense for hours. Uh, I mean, she just uh, – the effort that she uh, puts forth um, on the defensive side of the court is just tremendous. And, and then she's got, you know, considerable athletic ability to go along with that. And so, you know, either her or her sister usually get um, the, the toughest defensive assignment on any given night. And she can make it real tough on, you know, our opponents. And she's just such a fun kid to have on the team because she's she's so coachable and she works so hard. And, yeah, it's, it's just like what I told her after the game. I mean, she is fun to watch defend people. Um, so she's a great asset to have when you can, when you can put somebody on, on, you know, their best player or one of their best players and have confidence that, you know, she's probably going to hold them below their average um, and make it difficult on them, you know, that's a heck of an advantage to have as a coach. All right, so here we are uh, during the Christmas break, uh, a couple weeks here between games. Uh, what are some of the key objectives that your team is, you know, trying to work on and trying to improve uh, before you resume uh, the games here in January? Sure, yeah. So, you know, as we've already talked, rebounding. So, we, you know, we continue to keep that strong focus on rebounding. Um we're trying to do a little bit better job of defending screens as well. So I'd say that was, that's probably been our second highest priority. Um, and we've been focusing on that in practice and, and drilling, um, defending screens, um, so that we don't get picked off and, and that we don't give uh, drives or cuts to the basket. Um, so those are probably two of the, um, more specialized areas that we've been focused on. And then, you know, I think as, as the season goes on and, and defenses maybe work harder at, at trying to take away um, stuff that um, Nikia gets and Josie. If you know the more they probably focus on those two, uh, you know we're working on um, ways to counter things that they might do defensively in terms of uh, balancing up our scoring and things like that. All right, so we uh, let's see. Looking at the schedule here, you resume games with uh, it'll be Janesville on Thursday, January fifth. Uh, looks like uh, they haven't won a game yet, and then uh, South Harden on the sixth. Uh, back to conference play there. Uh, let's just start uh, with that Janesville game coming out of break. Uh, what do you know about them, and uh, kind of an outlook for that uh, first game uh, of uh, of the new year? Yeah, so I'm, 
I've been able to see them um, in person, and then and obviously we have video on them as well. And um, you know, I think their records uh, um, a little bit misleading. Um, so you know, we're gonna we're gonna have to show up and and you know play our best basketball to to hopefully earn a victory. Uh, I'm glad it's at our place. Um, we had three road games to close out. Um, the first part of the season before the Christmas break. So I'm excited that our, um, you know, our first couple of games when we come back next week are at home. So we're, we're excited to play in front of our home fans and play on our home court. Um, I know they have a talented point guard. Um, and then they also have a forward, um, that is a, a, a good scorer as well. So, um, you know, we got to get our game plan put in place early next week in practice so we can, Know, hopefully make it hard on those two and then uh, you know hopefully our offensive execution um, as well as our as well as our defense is where it needs to be to, to earn a victory and then it'll be a home game against South Harden on Friday January 6th all of a sudden that's going to be a pretty big game with both teams sitting at 2-0 and in NICL West play so the conference lead will be uh, on the line when you play South Harden on uh, Friday night so what's the outlook for that game yeah, I, mean, I think that's uh, all signs are that um, that should be a pretty entertaining basketball for, um, you know, for both both teams' fans. Um, South Harden plays really hard, um, and they play a lot of kids, and um, they're pretty balanced in scoring. So, um, you know, they are definitely a tough out. Um, we're going to have to play. Uh, probably our best basketball game of the season if if we're going to have a chance to beat them. Um, like I said, they play real hard. Um, I admire, you know, loose balls. Uh, I'd say they get more than their share of loose balls. Um, they play you pretty physical. They're going to they're gonna bump you and bounce you around a little bit, make you fight for position. Um, they're really good on the boards. And, again, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, they play every possession all the way out. They don't ever give up on a possession. So, um, you know, they'll for us, and hopefully we're playing our best basketball next Friday night, um, and, and, and then hopefully we've got a chance to get a win. All right, and big picture, uh, you guys, uh, again, are uh, still undefeated at 8-0 overall. Um, before we wrap up today, if you want to just, you know, talk about, uh, you know, the, the atmosphere around the program, knowing that you're still undefeated here at the Christmas break and that uh, still a lot of work in front of you, but there's, a, you know, definitely the potential that this could this team could do something special here this year. Yeah, I, I think uh, just like you said, it's, I mean, it's pretty exciting and fun to have – you know, won all of our games so far, for sure. Um, and, you know, we talked about how when, you know, when you're in a position like this, then obviously you're going to get every team's best shot because certainly everybody wants to have the opportunity to, to give you that first loss. And so we've talked about, you know, our, our approach and practice has to be right. Um, and we got to, one of the things we got to correct is, some of our slow starts in games because um, eventually if we, if we don't get that corrected, that'll, that'll cost us. So um, I, the girls are excited and I think yet they still have done a good job of keeping up perspective. We know that um, we're quite a ways away from reaching our full potential 
And I think the girls are interested in getting as close to that as we can, just like I am. And I think we have the right perspective and the, the right understanding that really any night, um, any of the teams that we're playing, if, if we're not playing really good basketball, then, then we'll lose that undefeated record. All right, Coach, just about out of time here, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up today? Just uh, excited to get back after it here uh, next week. And uh, we got four games in six days, so we don't start off slowly. We, uh, we got a bunch of games bunched right together. And so excited for that to get started and, uh, you know, just looking forward to those games. All right, that's AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger. Appreciate the time, coach, and uh, best of luck here in the new year. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches. Are you stocking up on groceries for your New Year's Eve or New Year's Day get-together? Well, Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center have some great ideas for you. They have Prairie Farm Sour Cream or Dip, two for $5. Need some hamburger? 10-pound tubes of 80% ground beef are $2.99 a pound at Brothers Market. They also have Totino's Pizza Rolls, a 100-count bag for the big party for $8.99. And if you have the mobile app, show it at checkout, and you can get a brew pub, lots of matzo pizza for just $3.99, again, showing that mobile app. Many other regular specials around the stores this week at Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, I'm now joined by Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindemann. The Spartans are 2-6 and six overall and 1-2 and two in the NICL West here at the break. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time here uh, as we're uh, just about uh, set to start the new year. Let's go back uh, here a couple weeks. Let's talk about your last couple of games here before the break. It was a home game against AGWSR on Friday, December 16th. It ended up being a 52-48 to loss for your team. Looked like a, kind of a back-and-forth game. Can you go back to that one and kind of tell the story of that game and uh, how, how things went uh, that night against AGWSR? Yeah, we, uh, you know, faced a really good AGWSR team and uh, had some, uh, you know, things go our way a little bit to, you know, either where we could uh, keep the lead or, or, you know, really keep it close and at the foul trouble that uh, AG had, at least with uh, Cooper. And, and uh, you know, we were able to capitalize on that and, and uh, did a nice job, I thought, uh, for the most part. Uh, I think uh, fourth quarter, you know, we struggled a little bit. And, uh, you know, two different times we had to come from 10, 10 down uh, to, uh, you know, we, we cut it. Uh, we got it closed, either tied it up. And then the last time, I think we were 10 down with three minutes to go and, and got it to within three. And that's as close as we could as we could get it, but, um, you know, we, we missed some shots, uh, our outside shooting. I think we, you know, we were a little bit, uh, cold from the outside, had some opportunities and, uh, but nevertheless really, uh, you know, thought we competed really, really hard. And, uh, you know, we gave ourselves opportunities, uh, down the stretch and, and uh, you know, just like, uh, like the way we competed, uh, for four quarters. Yeah, what what does that say about the the grid of this team? Knowing that uh, you're going against a really good AGWSR team, and you were able to not quite uh, overcome that deficit, but you got it that close with a team that's you know still trying to find their stride. What does that say about the the grit and resilience of this team? Uh, just the fact that you were able to you know come back like that and give yourselves a chance in that game. Well, that's you know it was really good to see. Uh, not surprising, we got you know we have a really good group of girls. They're doing what is asked of them. Uh, to the best of their ability, and, and sometimes we execute really well, and sometimes we don't. It, it's just what it is. But but nevertheless, uh, you know, I, we we've cranked up the intensity uh, over the last uh, 
you know, three or four games now. And, uh, you know, just uh, one, one bad for the girls to be able to get a, get a win out of, uh, you know, with that in, in one of these. And so uh, we keep, uh, you know, doing what we can do. And, and uh, but really appreciate uh, all the efforts that they're uh, giving us night in and night out. And then the last game before break was a, a short trip to DNH, a 69 to 30 loss. Uh, you know they're going to be a tough out for any team, being you know a number one team in two A, back to back state champs, and all that. Um, but uh, what did you think of how your team performed uh, in this game against uh, a really good DNH team? Well, we went into it saying you know we've got two things that we really need to do. One is uh, be able to handle their press, and I thought for the most part we we did a pretty nice job with that. That is that is not what beat us. Um, and uh, then the other part was, uh, you know, doing the little things, boxing out, not giving them second chance points, and, and uh, you know, doing that. And and that that part we didn't execute quite as well as we we needed to. Uh, I think they, you know, got a large percentage of points in the paint, uh, whether they were first chance points or second chance points, and that uh, that hurt us uh, over the course of four quarters. Um, you know, I think it was uh, thirty to seventeen at half, if I remember right. And felt, you know, real good what we had done for, you know, two quarters, really a quarter and a half. We hit a little stretch there where we, you know, didn't execute quite as well as, as uh, or, or play as smart as we needed to. Uh, but for the most part, first half, we did a nice job. And then, you know, as, as good teams do, they wear you out a little bit uh, over the course of three, the third and fourth quarter. And uh, we just couldn't offensively uh, get anything uh, going, you know, uh, consistently during those two quarters and credit their defense, their half court defense. And, uh, but nevertheless, like I said, uh, our girls continue to compete and, uh, you know, we just talked about doing the little things and then continue to focus on, you know, not the score, but, uh, keep focusing on uh, things that we can do to get better and, uh, and uh, having that correct mindset and carrying that through throughout, you know, that the whole game. And I felt our girls did that and uh, that hopefully will show up, uh, as we continue throughout the rest of the season. So big picture, you're here at uh, two and six overall at the break, and uh, while that's uh, definitely not not quite where you've been, you know, the last several years as far as the the record at the break, you know, uh, you know, we all know it's a rebuilding team and all that. But big picture, you know, what's the atmosphere and everything surrounding this program, knowing that there's still a lot of room to improve, and this team, you know, still probably has its uh, best basketball still ahead of it. Well, that's what we keep working towards. You know, we've got to keep taking baby steps forward. Uh, learning from our mistakes and uh, being able to uh, uh, just do a better job of executing. Uh, we've got to limit our turnovers, and uh, if we, we can limit our turnovers and uh, uh, improve that area, uh, do the little things like we talked about, the, the, the things that uh, give us opportunities to be successful, and, uh, you know, we start shooting the ball better, uh, good things will happen without a doubt. So, uh, you know, we look forward to, uh, what, 2023 20, uh, uh, has in store for this team. Yeah. So, what on that on that note, then, uh, what has this uh, extended, you know, break? Obviously, it's great to get the time away and everything with family and all that. But what is this break kind of giving you guys a chance to be able to work on and practices things that you need to crisp up, you know, before twenty twenty three gets rolling? Yeah. So you know, every practice, obviously, we just continue to work on the fundamentals of it, of uh, you know. Uh, offensively, the fundamentals, uh, defensively, what, what, what our principles are, what we uh, hold ourselves to. And, and uh, then uh, just continuing as, you know, even as coaches and, and as players, uh, as a team here, we're, we're just 
continue to learn about each other and and uh, trying to find what ways we can do what we can do to help uh, put uh, these girls in a uh, you know best best uh, place for them to be successful and to do that as a team, do that individually, and so that's uh, what we've continued to work on and uh, focus on as we get ready for uh, you know a good Jessup team uh, as we go on the road here next week. I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindemann next on the Brothers Market Coaches. Stand by to receive our transmission. Broadcasting to all of humanity from RadioOnTheGo.com. I find this scientifically fascinating. This is North Central Iowa's own 98.9 FM. KQCR Parkersburg. Radio On The Go. Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it. The day has finally arrived. Greenbelt Bank and Trust is open for business at our newest location in Parkersburg. We will be open in our mobile banking unit with lobby hours Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and drive-up hours Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our mobile banking unit features in-person service, a drive-up, and a night deposit for all your banking needs. We now offer you the opportunity to stop in and introduce yourself to our professional, knowledgeable staff. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces ready to serve you. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. A new location and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Greenbelt Bank and Trust leading the way in Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. My conversation with Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindemann resumes now on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. One of the players that has stepped up for your team here this year, a freshman making it into the starting lineup in a, in a Callie Aldridge. Can you tell me a little bit of, uh, about her, kind of what she's brought to the table and being able to you know, earn her way into the, into the starting five as a freshman here this year? Well, yeah, Callie's uh, you know, really done a nice job. of uh, you know, She handles the ball uh, when she comes in and uh, kind of gets, uh, gets us into you know, what we need to do uh, on the offensive end. And uh, she's a hustler, and uh, she's scrappy and, and, you know, doing everything that she can do uh, on the defensive end for us to uh, help us be successful. So appreciate her stepping in. And, and uh, we've, you know, had a couple different lineups, and it kind of depends on how our matchups are with who we're playing. And some nights, obviously, Callie's starting, and some nights she's not. And the, the great part for her and, and, and for all of our girls, uh, they're willing to do uh, whatever they need to do uh, for the team to be successful and for uh, – uh, you know, they're, they're willing to, to wh- whatever their role that is, that's coming off the bench, uh, starting, uh, does not matter. And, uh, really appreciate, uh, you know, how Kelly has stepped up here so far this season. And then one of your more experienced players in um, junior, Carly Willis, uh, is leading the way in, on the scoring leaderboard here this year. Also happens to be one of the top scorers in the uh, entire NICL West. She obviously had a great volleyball season here this past year, and now it's kind of translating over to the basketball floor as well. Can you talk about her impact and how she's been able to help lead the team here this year? Well, you know, Carly's one of our two that uh, you know played last year. 
came off the bench last year and got some good experience at the varsity level with a, you know, a very good team. And, and now, you know, asking her to kind of take that next step in the, the leadership role. And, and uh, you know, she does that on the volleyball court and asking her to, uh, you know, carry that over now into basketball. And uh, she's athletic. Uh, she's done a much better job, you know, as, as this season has progressed of, of uh, finishing underneath. Uh, she rebounds, uh, you know, and we ask all those little things uh, for her to be doing. Uh, runs the floor really well. Uh, is quick. And uh, just using her attributes uh, to help us be successful. So I uh, really appreciate uh, what she does night in, night out. And, and uh, uh, she will continue to get better as the, as the season goes along. So big picture here, um, big storyline in the entire state this year, the addition of the shot clock. Uh, what's your take on the impact that that has had so far? And now now that we've had about a month of having the shot clock implemented now in Iowa high school basketball. Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, as we kind of anticipated, uh, doesn't have too much of a difference uh, for, or at least it hasn't for any of our games. Uh, yes, there's been, a, you know, a couple times maybe where, uh, you know, we get, below five seconds and we're going to have to rush a shot. Uh, but for the most part, it hasn't really uh, affected much. Uh, I know we've gotten a couple stops defensively off of it, but, uh, you know, I think where it really will come down is the, the close game, uh, being able to uh, kind of change that mindset if you have a uh, any particular of a lead uh, as, as late where you might just uh, really uh, work and work uh, offensively for the best shot you could get or get fouled. Uh, you just still have to be in attack mode. You still have to keep that same mindset. So really haven't seen too much. I think, uh, you know, as, as the year goes on, uh, we may see uh, just in, in uh, late game situations uh, that they may, that may come into play a little bit more and, and uh, you know, which, which uh, provides some excitement for the fans and, and some uh, strategy for uh, uh, the coaches and the teams as well. All right, so when you resume the season here on Tuesday, January 3rd, it'll be a road trip over to uh, take on Jessup. That's a team that's uh, sitting at 4-3 and three right now. Uh, I know they got a really prolific score in uh, Laney Pilcher. Can you talk about uh, an outlook for them and what it's going to take from your team here on this uh, first Tuesday night back from the break? Yeah, we'll have a great, uh, great uh, you know, opportunity ahead at Jessup. Uh, we've uh, done a... Uh, They've done a nice job all year uh, so far, and, and uh, kind of young uh, in a in a way as well. Uh, and so they're working through that, and, and uh, we uh, have a you know our hands full. They they will uh, pressure you, they'll uh, pressure you in the full court, and then they'll also uh, get after you uh, uh, in the half court as well. And, and so we've got to be able to take care of the ball. We've got to be able to you know uh, do those things that we talked about game in and game out. Uh, to help us be successful offensively. And then uh, we also uh, uh, need to do a good job of uh, identifying, as you said, Pilcher's really, really good. Uh, we've got to make other people beat us and uh, really uh, get after it on the defensive end. And, and so we've got a great task uh, at hand and look forward to uh, that opportunity. And then you will take on BCLUW on Friday, January 6th. They're keeping that series going despite them no longer being uh, in the conference. Uh, they're off to a 4-5 and five start in their first season in the Iowa Star. What's the outlook for them uh, coming up on this next Friday night uh, at your place? It'll be, uh, you know, another good opportunity. It'll be great to be back at home and after a couple road games. And, and uh, you know, it it's, uh, uh, will be a good opportunity for us to, to show what we've uh, you know, how we've continued to improve and, and 
we look forward to that. And uh, it'd be great to be able to play the Comets. Uh, you know, at least we get to play them one time during the year. So should be uh, a fun matchup. All right, just about out of time here, but anything else you want to share about your program today before you wrap up? No, you know, we're just uh, had a really good break here, uh, finishing up with the scrimmage and, and uh, over the weekend and, and getting ready for, obviously, uh, uh, the second part of the season here. And so, uh, you know, we're just uh, really proud of how our girls have continued to compete and, and come to practice. They're a joy to be around and, and uh, you know, really a testament to uh, uh, their parents, families, the way they've been raised. And, uh, uh, you know, the record obviously isn't what it, what we want it to be, but really uh, I'm proud of how uh, these kids uh, come to work each and every day. All right, that's Grundy Center Girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman. Appreciate the time, Coach, and uh, best of luck here in the new year. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You can't really have a get-together for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or that bull party if you don't have provisions from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. They have all the beverages you need, plus they have some great specials around the store, like right now, Rotel Tomatoes, four cans for $5, Wimmer's Summer Sausage for $5.99, and Hillshire Farms Family Pack of Smokies. Oh, yeah, throw those in the crock pot with a little barbecue sauce. The Smokies, $6.99 a package for that. And if you show the Brothers Market mobile app at checkout, you get a case of water for just $2.99. So be ready for your holiday weekend get-together with groceries and goods from Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller. His team is off to a 3-5 and five start to the season, 2-0, and oh, though, in the NICL West. Let's go back and uh, talk about uh, some of those, those uh, final two games before Christmas break uh, on December 19th. It seems like it's been a while ago already, but uh, it was a... 63-51 loss at home to Jessup. Can you go back to this one and uh, talk about how this one went from your perspective? Yeah, really uh, really tough game. I, I really impressed with Jessup's team. Um, had a really good player. I think your last name was Pilcher. Really, really nice player. Um, thought we really didn't play a bad game. Um, they just hit some, hit some buckets in the fourth quarter, but I thought it started out, started out okay. Um, kind of got down, I think, 8 or 10 to start the game in the first half there. Um, and then kind of fought back and, and played pretty well the second half. I think the second half ended. We were down, can't remember, five, six points, something like that uh, at half. Um, and just a back-and-forth game, like I said, if we didn't get the start, didn't get the slow start, I think it would probably have been about dead even at halftime. Um, we played pretty well from there on out. Um, and then the second half, um, had it down to, I think we had it down to two or, two or four points a couple different times in the third quarter and the fourth quarter both. Uh, but just never could get that final run. We, we had some nice shots um, and, and had plenty of spots to, to make that run, just couldn't hit some buckets when we needed to. Um, and then the fourth quarter, like I said, we were, it, was, it was pretty nip and tuck there, and then they kind of pulled away at the end. Um, and I think we ended up winning by a 10, 11 points, like I said, which is kind of how we started the game, gave them, kind of spotted them 8 to 10 points to start the game, started too slow. Um, and that's been, a, been an Achilles heel for us all this year is not being able to get Get a get a good quick start and kind of get out the gate right off the bat, and then we kind of spot teams points, and then had to claw back all game long. So, um, but overall, I mean, really didn't think it was a it was a bad play game. She she just she was the best player in the court, um, and and kind of carried him at the end. And we're 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 still in that role of trying to kind of find some find some people to take those shots at the end of games, find people to take over a game at the end when you need them to. Um, and they had that. I, I kind of felt like that was a little bit of a difference, too. 
And then on Tuesday night, the 20th, it was a trip to Applington Parkersburg, a 51 to 40 loss for your team. Uh, maybe kind of the opposite story here, where you get off to a fast start, but then AP comes back for the win. Uh, what's the story with this one? Yeah, I really thought thought we just played a lot better um, to start the game. I was, you know, been really talking about that, obviously, in practice and in, in pregames of, hey, we got to come out, start off right on fire, get going. Um, and did that, did a really good job of that. Um, I really thought, again, a pretty, a pretty well played game by both teams. wasn't the prettiest shooting game. I think both teams kind of struggled shooting outside, um, but played right with them all game. I think it was a two, four point game with four minutes to go, um, and then just had a sequence there, kind of a similar to the Jessel game, a sequence of uh, them just making two or three possessions in a row, making a bucket, and I. Two turnovers on our part, gave them two layups, and then they came down and hit three, and all of a sudden they went from four to 11 just like that. Um, and that, and then we never could get back closer again from there. But really thought we played them tough all game long. I think it was tight or pretty close to that at halftime. Um, and and just back and forth of, of them pressing us um, and us going and tacking it and getting buckets, and then we'd come back and then we'd turn the ball over. Um, so just kind of a seesaw like that all night long. Um, but thought thought Ali Sheldahl played a really good game down low. Really, really took it out down low. I thought Clara Balo did well too. Um, we struggled at our guard play that night. Didn't hit very many shots outside. It hurt. Um, and they and they they kind of struggled shooting outside too. I thought our defense was pretty good. Um, but just a just a back and forth game. Better team won. Um, in the end, just like again, I thought the the point guard for AP, and I'm going to draw a blank on her name right now, but. Again, she she probably had most of her points in the fourth quarter. Is kind of the difference of of her taking the game over at the end there and and uh, and, and winning it for him. And that's like I said, we're kind of missing that that aspect right now of some kind of a go to person um, at those spots. They're just making the right pass, right play in those clutch spots. And that's been our like I said, been our problem much much of this year as we get into a lot of these games. We haven't had a lot of blowouts, um, and we're right there, and we've got to figure out a way to keep learning and figuring out ways to, to put teams away and finding that person that, that wants to take the shot and win the game for us um, in the last few minutes. So on the topic of uh, needing that clutch player to step up, you know, in late game scenarios like that, is that just kind of a product of, you know, still being a relatively young team, maybe still uh, working on that, that confidence, you know, being in the spotlight, that type of thing? Yeah, I'd say a little bit of that. Um, and I, I said, we're, we are young. We've we've had this group playing together now. You know, kind of coming on our second year of playing together. Um, there's still this this year. There's been kind of some wrinkling, just of you know, different roles and finding you know finding kind of that comfort zone of where you're where you're going to help this team at. Um, and you know, and adding some new girls into that too, which is you know common every year. But you're just still trying to kind of find all those find all those different things to help you you know get the right group on the floor, right group on the floor at the right time. Uh, and I, and I think, you know, we got girls to do it. I think Hayley Rizaki's had some nights where she's taken it. Um, Allie Shuttle's had nights where they've, they've taken it. Um, I think Grace Eller can do that too at times if we need her to. Um, but just, it's just been a seesaw of kind of who is that night and who isn't that night. Um, and then sometimes we've got to figure out that sooner than later and not, you know, not get so far behind or not wait until it's too late to finally get going on that too. Um, but I, I think it's just a mix of a lot of little things. That's kind of been the frustration this year uh, to get to our three and five record. We're not we're not far off. Uh, it probably looks that way sometimes by our scores. I don't think we're very far off. But um, it's just these little little knickknack things that just drive you nuts as a coach of turnovers and getting a clutch rebound and getting uh, you know 
finding someone to score at the end of the game when we go and missing some bunnies. Um, just a hodgepodge of a million things um, that have been just contributed to that three and five. And we've got to just keep finding that. And just kind of keep finding our niche. We just seem, it just hasn't felt like we've been in that clicking mode yet where everything's just clicking smooth and we're hitting shots and everyone's contributing the same night. Um, and you probably hear that from a lot of coaches, but that's just been our, been our problem. So I'm just hoping we're just, as the year goes, we keep getting more and more consistent, more and more, um, you know, kind of finding our go-to people at certain times and, or, and we're feeding them and, and then we just play better as a team that way, you know, as the year goes on. I'll resume my conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Has the large lecture hall got you down? If a large school isn't what you expected, ECC can help. Ellsworth College in Iowa Falls makes transferring the credits that you've already taken easy. At Ellsworth, their dedicated and friendly staff will assist you throughout the whole process and make attending Ellsworth hassle-free. They want what's best for you and want to help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Dial 641-648-4611 today or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. The day has finally arrived. Greenbelt Bank & Trust is open for business at our newest location in Parkersburg. We will be open in our mobile banking unit with lobby hours Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and drive-up hours Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our mobile banking unit features in-person service, a drive-up, and a night deposit for all your banking needs. We now offer you the opportunity to stop in and introduce yourself to our professional, knowledgeable staff. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces ready to serve you. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. A new location and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Greenbelt Bank & Trust leading the way in Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. My conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Heller resumes now on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A lot of little things can seem to make a, di a big a difference. You know, on that note, how how much confidence does that give you, knowing that you know you are just kind of a, a couple of little things away from you know kind of turning around that that win win loss record? You know, when you look at big picture like that. Yeah, very very, you know, optimistic and excited as a coach, thinking we haven't played. I I, I have felt like we've played even vicinity of our or our best basketball right now. Uh, and have been in a lot of games, and you know, still got three wins. Uh, versus some decent teams that, you know, we can hang our hat on going into the second half of the year here. Um, but like, but I, like you said, I, I'm optimistic of, I, I hope we keep seeing that progress go forward um, and, and start to, you know, solve some of those things. Otherwise it's going to be a frustrating year of, you just keep watching the same thing over and over and keep doing the same thing and nothing changes too. So I'm hoping as the year goes, yeah, we get all, you know, we played nine to 10 girls. And it'd just be nice to have a night of, you know, seven to eight or firing on their on their normal cylinders and not even just gotta be making all the shots, just playing playing comfortable, playing playing confident. Um, and I feel like most times right now we've been at two to four at best, um, on most nights. We just haven't had that other, you know, three or four girls that are really clicking with us. So hoping here as the year goes on, more and more time just to practice and you know, we kinda had an odd first half of the year with some some snow days and missing a lot of practices different things and a couple games kind of got thrown in there at the end um a little bit of that contributed to that too but now you know get a good break here of a good christmas break to really practice clean up some stuff on our end and get good at what we think we're best at now kind of looking at the first half 
um, and just kind of fine tune and then hopefully that gets us playing more confident here at the end of the year. All right, so a little bit of a longer than usual Christmas break because you don't play till the Friday uh, after after the second half of the year gets going on January 6th. It's a uh, short road trip up to AGWSR, uh, but looking at this one, yeah, that's two teams that you guys are 2-0 in the NICL West. They're undefeated, obviously uh, also uh, undefeated in conference play, so all of a sudden it's kind of a big game that you got up in Ackley here on uh, January 6th coming up. What's the outlook for this one? Yeah, definitely a big game. Um, very excited for it. I think the girls are excited for it. Really been impressed with how they're playing. Um, I, I feel like they're they're kind of where we want to be at. I feel like they've been clicking and playing really good basketball from right from the get-go. Uh, that's kind of what I'd like to see us get to here soon. Uh, but just using all their pieces really well. I thought their, their post players have been playing well. Uh, obviously, the freshman point guard has been playing really well. Seeing her play many times is, is a really nice player. Um, and all the other girls just been, you know, kind of filling their roles, hitting shots when they need to, making nice defensive plays when they need to. Um, it's going to be a tough game. We always play each other pretty feisty and tough. When you got two schools that are only about 10 miles apart. Um, it's always a physical game, so I, I think we'll, I think we understand that, know the, kind of what we're coming into. Uh, but going to have to play our, going to have to play one of our better basketball games of the year just to be with them, honestly. So we've had some spurts like that, like I said, but we've got to play a full game come out right off the bat fire and play a full game um how how we are capable of um and that's that, that'll be the only way we'll beat them honestly at their place so be a tough physical game coach finger always has a good game plan always really um thought highly of how he coaches and how his teams play always very fundamentally sound so it'll be a tough game and then it'll be a road trip to Denver on Tuesday, January 10th. Uh, looks like that's a team that uh, got you guys pretty good last year, but I know that's a, a new-look team up there uh, with Denver. Uh, what's the outlook for that game? Yeah, it definitely definitely lost a lot of their pieces from the state tournament team last year. Really took it to us last year. I thought they had a really nice just five to six great players on the court. It was really tough to play them last year. Um, down to just kind of one returner from that group. Um, I'm kind of just very similar kind of teams we've got coming up here with AG and Denver East Marshall, where they have one, one girl that, that really makes things click. Um, kind of like Ackley's point guard, Denver as a point guard, it kind of does the same thing. Uh, we got to be able to just, you know, kind of take them out, try and take them out of the game and, and get the other play, other pieces to beat us. Uh, because if they're, if they're playing really well, then their whole team's playing really well. So very similar games here to start the year where it's, it's one one girl in a way that kind of makes the whole show run. Even if she's not scoring, she makes everything else go really well. Uh, we've got to take her out of the game and just try and make other teams beat other pieces beat us. Um, and, and, and then we've got to just be way more consistent offensively, um, scoring the ball more. Like I said, I kind of thought at the end of the year here we were getting a little better, better with that. Um, but we've had too many nights of shooting, you know, in that 15 to 20% range and you're not going many games doing that. So we've got to come out come out aggressive on offense and then you know execute our defensive game plan i think we'll be right there with a lot of these teams all right and again it's over a week between now and the uh, next game uh, at agwsr like we said on january 6th um on that note i guess when it comes down to it what are going to be your team's key objectives that you want to see get accomplished between now and when the stretch run of the season starts up here at the end of, end of next week yeah, we've really been focusing on on just cleaning up some turnovers. Way too many turnovers, even if we're getting pressed or not pressed. Um, Got to clean that up. So that's something we've really been pushing each other on and trying to get better with that, stronger with the ball, um, just a little better decision-making. Um, and then we've just got to just get to where we just finished plays. We've, I think we've had the last few games. We had 
10 to 15 bunnies we missed, which is a two to three foot shot from the hoop. Uh, you want to win games, you got to make a lot of those. Uh, you can't miss that many. So it's just a ton of opportunities we wasted um, that are just on us. So really working on cleaning those things up here over break and then just kind of X's and O's, kind of fine tuning some things. So, you know, what, what didn't work in the first half, what did work. Um, let's adjust and, and get a better, you know, better plan for the second half going forward. Uh, what we run best and, and maybe fits best for some of the players we got. So we kind of did some fine tuning with that. And then just try to get good at it here before we get to the, for the first stretch run here and, and run it well and run our stuff well and be confident in it. Um, and be ready to go. I think that's kind of where we're at. All right. Just about out of time, but anything else you want to share about your team before we wrap up here today? Uh, I really appreciate the support we've had, um, uh, from our fans and, 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 parents and all that coming for this first half of the season had some great crowds great support at the games i appreciate that hope they continue with us for the second half and we we can play some better basketball the second half all right south harden girls basketball coach nick eller appreciate the time coach and uh, best of luck here once january gets started you bet thanks for having me more is coming up next on the brothers market coaches show no one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each season for coverage of the Dyke New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Harden Tigers. We are Radio on the Go. Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, joining me now is Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans. The Indians are 6-1 and one overall and 4-1 and one in the Iowa Star North here at the uh, Christmas break. Coach, uh, first of all, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Not a really a whole lot of games uh, to talk about due to some uh, postponements and cancellations and stuff, but let's go back to the last game before break. It was a 54-31 victory over Janesville. Um, we, we knew that that was going to be you know, a team that is kind of struggling. They haven't won a game yet, but uh, can you go back to this one? Kind of walk me through how that one went for your team and how you guys were able to come out on top in that one. Yeah, you know, we got started off in a really, really slowly. Um, Janesville uh, had a way of, um, you know, game planning against us, and then, you know, they, they do a good job of finding our weaknesses and they exploit them, and they really slowed us down. And... Um, uh, we, we, we couldn't shoot. I, I, I can't remember exactly what our field goal percentage was in the game, but uh, we, we couldn't put the ball in the hole, and it, and it kind of got contagious. And I think we ended up going like three for 24 from behind the arc and uh, only shot at probably 25% from the field. Um, you know, our, our momentum came at the end of the second quarter. We made a 16-0 run and then um, kind of pulled away a little bit in the second half. But uh, Janesville made shots and they um, defended us well and put together a solid game plan. So you got to give them credit on that for sure. Yeah, you bet. So uh, that's it as far as uh, games uh, to talk about before the Christmas break. Uh, big picture, though, uh, you guys off to a 6-1 and one start to the season uh, right up there toward the top of the conference leaderboard in the Iowa Star North. I guess a uh, big picture, you know, you knew you'd have a, a lot of, you know, key contributors back from last year's team, lots of talent coming back. What are your thoughts on this kind of this first month of the season now that you've got a little bit of time to kind of step back and reevaluate some things here? Yeah, you know, it's always fun going into Christmas break uh, because once you coach for a while, you start to realize that after break, there's going to be some girls that emerge that hadn't before break. And uh, that's exactly what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a few juniors step up for us. Uh, Maya Baker and Lauren Kelmer really uh, starting to figure out how to get the job done on the defensive end. And then on top of that, we always knew they were good shooters and, and they're starting to put the ball in the bucket. And we've had a scrimmage 
over break against Hudson again and uh, Central Springs. Uh, we recently had a scrimmage at Clarksville. And um, <clears throat> defensively, those girls were probably the best they've been in their three years at, at Clarksville. And, and that only makes us stronger. So I'm really, really excited about um, the direction that we're headed over break. There's been a lot of energy. Uh, I just got done telling the girls we're going to have to finish uh, this this uh, Christmas break practice schedule off the right way tomorrow. Um, and uh, if we can finish it off, the energy that we've brought the last five days of practice, then this will go down as probably the best Christmas break practice that, that I've ever been a part of as a coach here at Clarksville. So uh, I really like our energy and where we're headed. And, uh, you know, our seniors are leading us in the right way. Jenna and Kaylin and Rachel are doing a great job um, getting the girls' mindsets right. And uh, it's just been a really, really uh, positive break for us. And, and I'm really, really excited about it. You bet. So take a look at some of the uh, stats for your team here so far. Looking like you're at nearly 17 turnovers per game. I'm sure that's got to be a number you're looking to uh, kind of decrease. Is that is that maybe a product of your playing style, or is it something that you know we really need to take better care of the basketball? I think it's a product. I think it's both. I think we need to take better care of the basketball. Uh, there, there are times where we just uh, get a little bit robotic with it. Um, but I also think, you know, it's, it's all right. You know, we kind of preach and practice that if you're trying to get the ball ahead and you throw it out of bounds, it's no harm, no foul. You, you lose that possession, but um, at least we're staying aggressive because uh, hopefully three out of five times we uh, make that play and um, it's, it's a nice play for us. So, you know, you can get reset on defense as long as it's a dead ball. If it's, uh, if it's a live ball, then um, that's a different story, but uh, we definitely need to cut down on the live ball turnovers because we don't want to give other teams points without defending them. So uh, that's definitely, like you said, it's been an emphasis. Um, so, you know, rebounding, that's been an emphasis for us, not giving up offensive rebounds. Uh, if we can get, take care of the ball a little bit better and not give up too many offensive rebounds, um, I, I like our chances and a lot of the games that we'll play. So those are a couple of things you're working on here uh, over break. Uh, I suppose this is a time where you can, you know, take some time really and maybe install some new things. And, uh, you know, because it's, it's hardly ever during the season that you're going to get like, you know, two weeks, you know, one week, let alone two weeks, you know, to really just hammer some things out in the gym. Can you just talk about being able to put some of that stuff in and how this, you know, extended time off is really, you know, helpful for, for that type of stuff? Well, I can't give any way a to- you know our top secret weapon. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, we uh, we've added a few things, a few different looks, some different base on out of bounds plays, side on out of bounds plays. Um, we've uh, definitely taken the time to really hammer out a half court deep, uh, offense because I feel like over the first seven games, if, if we don't um, force a turnover or uh, score quickly, we, we kind of, you know, if it gets a little bit late in the shot clock, we have, we have some trouble. So we've, we've done a, a pretty good job of, our girls have done a pretty good job of putting in and, and executing some half-court sets that we didn't um, do so well in the, in the first half of the, or the first part of the season. So uh, we're definitely looking at how we can tweak and, and add in and maybe catch a few teams right off the bat off guard here because we've got a little bit of a gauntlet right, right after break. We've, got uh, four games in seven days and against some really good competition so we've got to be uh, playing some pretty good basketball right about now 
After this break, I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's a router sale with Butler Bremer Communications. Get better, faster internet usage at huge savings with the new Gigaspire router from Butler Bremer. Just turn in your old router and or bring a food donation for the local food pantry and get a Gigaspire U6 router, normally $175 for just $85. Or trade in for a U4 router, normally $135, now only $45. If you live in Clarksville or other areas supported by Butler Bremer Communications, get more details by stopping by their Plainfield office or call 319-267-4458. Butler Bremer, giving you more for less. If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, car payments, mortgage payments, funeral expenses, and even tuition. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, having life insurance in place to protect your family is a smart move. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. I now resume my conversation with Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It'll start right away here on Monday the 2nd, a trip to North Butler. Uh, nice uh, Butler County rivalry matchup there. Uh, what's the outlook for them coming up here uh, this coming uh, Monday night? Looks like a team that you've uh, taken care of the last few times you've played, but uh, always a big rivalry there, huh? Yeah, you never know with high school kids um, and rivalries, and uh, they get juiced up, they get there's a lot of energy going into them. I, uh, we've got a couple girls, on our, we've got a girl on our team who um, transferred over from North Butler uh, a couple of years ago or a year ago, and and I know she's really amped up about the matchup. And um, so there, it's just you know the cousins and and uh, relatives of, of all kinds. It's so close that everybody knows the game's going on. Everybody's going to be there um, on Monday night and. Uh, you, you never know what could happen. So you, you want to take care of business and you want to try to take care of business early. So uh, we will have to rebound. Um, they, they rebound the ball. Well, they I think their leading scorer averages more rebounds than points. So uh, we definitely have to take care of business on the glass and um, execute what we need to execute. And then you'll take on New Hampton on Thursday, January 5th. Uh, you will uh, host them in your gym. Uh, that's a team that you got a slim victory over last year. What's the outlook for them? Well, um, they returned their best player, Charlie Rochford. She's one of the best athletes in the state. Uh, she averages 25 points a game. Um, so trying to, you know, we're not going to be able to stop her. We can only hope to try and slow her down a little bit and um, hopefully um, – keep her teammates from getting going and and then offensively we're just going to have to try and control the tempo and not let them not not let Charlie get going and then Collins Maxwell in a Saturday game on uh, January 7th looks like a late afternoon contest there so uh, what's the outlook for them obviously that's a school that's you know really good at a lot of different sports you know but a uh, lot of a lot of good athletes down there at Collins Collins Maxwell, uh, what's the outlook for them there here on this uh, upcoming Saturday? Yeah, they've got two players that are um, two really standout basketball players. Um, they've got a Hope girl that's averaging 20 points a game, and, and then their second best player is averaging 18 points a game and, and about 10 rebounds. So they've got two 
elite players that once again, just like Carly, we can we can hope hopefully slow them down a little bit. Um, we'll definitely have to game plan around them once we get a little bit deeper into the week. And um, you know, they took one from us last year, beat us by ten down there on Saturday. And uh, I know our girls, and uh, they'll, they'll they'll be ready to go. They'll they'll want to try and get one back. And then talking big picture here. Uh, through the about the first month of the season here with a new era in I, Iowa high school basketball, the addition of the shot clock. What's your take on how that's gone here so far this year? Now that we're about a, a month into the season, with uh, kind of a, a new a new aspect of the game. I, I like it. I, I think that it's good for the game. It's always good to freshen a few things up, and and uh, everybody watches basketball at the college level and at the uh, pro level, and they see shot clocks and. And it's um, it's a good thing. I, it hasn't been a, an overarching factor in our games yet, but I have to believe as the season um, comes to closer and closer to postseason, I think it's going to really become a factor when you get uh, two evenly matched teams uh, that that are both they've both scouted each other a ton, trying to slow the other team down and make it a factor. And um, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna come into a, a bunch of games here down the stretch. All right. Well, we're just about out of time here today. But anything else you want to share about your program before we uh, wrap up here today? Just uh, like I said earlier, I think that uh, it's been a really positive few practices for us over break, and and uh, really looking looking forward to this upcoming week and seeing what what this team can accomplish. All right, that's Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans. Appreciate appreciate the time, Coach, and uh, best luck here in the new year. All right, thank you. You too. Happy New Year. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. What are you cooking up for your New Year's Eve party, the Bull Watch Party, or the New Year's Day celebration? Well, you got to do it with groceries from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where you'll save. They have specials this week that includes 10-pound tubes of 80% lean ground beef at $2.99 a pound. You can pick up cheese crackers, two boxes for $6. Green peppers and cucumbers are $0.88 cents a piece. Also, Totino's Pizza Rolls are 100-count bag. That's a 100-count bag for $8.99. And if you show the Brothers Market mobile app at checkout, you get a brew pub. Lots of matzo pizza for just $3.99. Many other specials, so shop Brothers Market. They're open seven days a week, including this weekend, Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Thanks to all of our area girls basketball coaches for joining us on today's show. Here's a look ahead at our local sports broadcast schedule for next week. We will start up right away on Monday, January 2nd, Clarksville at North Butler Girls and Boys Basketball. On Tuesday night, it'll be Grundy Center at Jessup. Thursday, Jacob will be doing Hampton-Dumont-Cal at Osage. That'll be here on KQCR due to a programming conflict on our sister station, 104.9 KLMJ. And then Friday night, this is a big one. It'll be Applington-Parkersburg on the road to take on Dyke New Hartford and one of the best rivalries around. That'll be on a Friday night, January 6th. And all those broadcasts will start at 6.05 p.m. And the opening tip-offs are all scheduled for 6.15 next week as we finally get the winter sports season rolling once again in 2023. Appreciate you tuning in all year long here to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. And as always, you can find this program on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. And we look forward to having you join us again next week at 10 o'clock a.m. Thanks for tuning in and have a happy new year. You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coaches Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday.
If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the Sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coaches Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.